There's an infinite number of universes out there. In many of them, there is a podcast by us. In one of them, it's good. Please enjoy. I mean, think about like how strong teeth are and then how quickly they degrade when you get a little lemon juice in there and your like your teeth tips start to hurt. Oh, maybe I have real bad teeth. Oh no. <laughs> Welcome to the But Yeah Podcast with Eamon and Zeb. I'm Eamon. And I'm Zeb. And this week it is, well, it's a Thursday as usual, but it's a very particular Thursday. Best day of the week. It's the day when all the really cool days happen. That's why we chose this day for our podcast because, I mean, we used to do Monday, but we ran out of the days. And now we're into the Thursday, chewing into the Thursday where the really meat of it is. Today is Tell a Joke Day, I think. It's not International Joke Day, that's July. Yeah, it's Tell a Joke Day, and I tell you what, am I- boy, am I ready to laugh. Me too. (laughs) 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 Don't you need a joke first, though? Like- (laughs) Some of the best jokes are silent jokes you have between two friends who don't really know what they're laughing about, though. Just a knowing blink or a reference you didn't get, and you just sort of laugh along with it to so you don't look uncool, so you get the reference. <laughs> well, like if you tell someone about a fact and you just laugh while you're doing it, it sounds like it's a joke. Like if I said, <laughs> um, while never acknowledged by a formal government as a full holiday, tell a joke day has been celebrated worldwide since jokes began. Okay, hang on, wait, this is a this is some kind of underground society of joke days. You know, all the way back in 1900 BC- when jokes began, apparently. 1900 BC. That's over <laughs> 1900. You know what's crazy? That's actually like 4,000 years ago. That's not actually what it sounds like. I hate the BC system. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Um, I'm not actually going to read the rest of this paragraph because I kind of hate it. Um, yeah, it's just talking about fart jokes. I've got a, a better version of that same paragraph from a different similar day. <laughs> <laughs> Can you do that? Um Jokes are made to be stolen. So, and so you know, the first joke often attributed to the Greeks um, as per uh, this, this days of the year day that will go unmentioned. I don't know what it's celebrating, but it's just it, it happens to mention that the first joke was made by Palamedes, who um, was also credited with the invention of many other things. But an example of an ancient Greek joke goes thus. A barber, a bald man, and an absent-minded professor take a journey together. They have to camp overnight, and so they decide to take works, take turns. They have to camp overnight, so decide to take turns watching luggage, watching the luggage. When it's the barber's turn, he gets bored, so he amuses himself by shaving the head of the professor. Because, I mean, when we get bored, we all just do what's relevant to our profession to entertain ourselves, <laughs> um, or at least in ancient Greece. When the professor finally wakes, gets woken up for his shift of watching the bags um he feels his head and goes oh that barb is really stupid he woke up the bald man instead of me is that the end of the joke that's the end of the joke see it's funny because he mistook himself for the bald man who does that's his occupation the other two have occupations that define them and his definition is that he's bald (laughs) it is a full-time job (laughs) full-time job being bald I mean, as far as I know, every bald person who, like, becomes bald has to go into, a like, a middle-upper management position. And that's just, like, a big thing that they have to do. Like, in, in the bald business? So, like, the, as, as you move, like, entry level, you still have hair. 
Yeah, so, like, essentially, if you're, like, cursed with baldness, well, not cursed, but gifted with baldness throughout your life, eventually all your hair goes away, and then you get, like, a letter from management, the company, and they're like, well, I guess you're us, and then they bring you in, and you get, like, a nice, you get a nice, um, a nice business shirt, and a pen, and a desk, and, like, (laughs) 20 people to yell at. See, see, I was imagining this more as like a business based on baldness or like baldness is a measure of how good you are at the job, maybe. Like you start off like young and young with all your hair and then like, like it's that bit of the Simpsons where he's like hair, he's one hair like flies out into his stomach and makes him fat. <laughs> but instead it's, it's, it's swirling down into paperwork and like becoming business stocks or something like that. <laughs> you give up, your, you spend your hairs one by one. Yeah, and so, like, yeah, you start off as a young man with all your hair and then, what, you trade them for success? Yeah, it's like a second currency in a video game, I guess. It's just, <laughs> it's a business, it's a like a Bitcoin, but it's hair coin. I trade my youth for Bitcoin. Yep. Like, and you do it bit by bit because otherwise it's just unsafe. But I mean, although I guess by, it's it has to be the spirit of the hair as well. Otherwise, like- Barbers would just be doing nuts. Like, they're just, like, trading- Doing some real-world trading with his hair and, like, just just taking taking advantage of the industry. But it has to be the spirit and soul of that hair that you trade away. Yeah, you can't- It's kind of like art where it has to be the original. It has to be fresh off- Like, you know how art- How, like, when it gets old, it goes bad? Yeah. But, it, like, if I went and sold a photo of the Mona Lisa, it wouldn't- Like, if I had a photo of the Mona Lisa, people wouldn't be that impressed. Yeah. And even the Mona Lisa, as we speak, is depreciating in value because of how old it's getting. Like, when you want fresh art, you want, like, the painter has painted it. You want to know that no one saw this before um, anyone else. So, you get it. You want that fresh art. Fresh off the canvas, they cut it straight from the straight from the, the sheet. Um, fresh painting. The, sh- the sheep? No, the sheep. Like, they're painting it directly onto the cattle. <laughs> Yeah, the canvas. <laughs> uh, this is my this is my livestock, my field of um canvas cow canvas related mammal. And like they're running around prancing and like <laughs> like wooden boards or whatever. Like easels. This is my field of easels. <laughs> you have to wrangle one up and do a painting. <laughs> oh, God. Um but, you know, like you know how art, like you want it as soon as it's made, so that you're the only one who got to see it. And that's why all the old paintings are sort of depreciating now because, like, they were worth so much because they were so good that, like, they've, they're still worth millions to this day, but they're still depreciating. One day they'll be all looked at all up and you won't be able to enjoy it anymore. So, if you're a truly savvy art collector and you discover a new art that's worth something, the best action course of action is to, like, kill the artist and then destroy the artwork. <laughs> Because now only your eyeballs have known the glory of this work. <laughs> exactly. And it can never lose value. <laughs> Speaking of losing value, let's explain more about this day. Um, so, uh, linguist Robert Heads- Robert Heads- Linguist Robert Hetzdron used this definition and it fits this perfectly. A joke is a short, humorous piece of oral literature in which funniness culminates in the final sentence, called the punchline. In fact, the main condition is that the tension should reach its highest level at the very end. No continuation relieving the tension should be added. Yeah, you don't overtell the joke. Or then you kill the joke. I was really waiting for that to end in a joke. Like it just has a, like a like a like a plot twist, but like not the joke version of a plot twist. What is it? 
non sequitur at the end of it just to reverse it. The definition of a joke is when the man falls down and then you kick him. Well, the thing is, the definition of a joke should be like um, the word um, sesquipedalian, which is the word to describe a word that's very long and multisyllabic. So the word for joke should be funnier. Yeah. Well, the, yeah. Or the definition, at least, like the the official definition of joke should definitely be ha- like have a joke in it. Yeah. I bet the TV tropes ver- version of defining a joke does it. They always they always do this thing where they like do the trope within the trope on the pa- trope page. Yeah, like, like they have the talk- trope of like the writer who gets murdered, and it, like halfway through the article, it just stops. Well, I imagine they probably would do that. <laughs> it could be a thing. <laughs> Did you, did you? I haven't read that article yet, but I, I assume you're saying it straight, like you're not joking. <laughs> this is not a day for jokes. <laughs> I never joke. <laughs> um, oh. um, so, if you're wondering what to take from that quote that definitely wasn't a joke, um, it's don't take your jokes too seriously. It seems that the, uh, the linguist might have been trying to enlighten folk about jokes and where they came from and what makes a good joke and more. But this is truly a way to kill the joke. This feels like <laughs> every now and then we get a days of the year explanation that sounds like someone is handing in their report tomorrow <laughs> in high school. And they're like, I just got to write a whole bunch of sentences in here. Yeah. Ah, the definition of a joke. A joke is when you start a sentence and by the end of it, other people laugh. But what 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 is a laugh really? Is a laugh just a noise that comes out of your- <laughs> In this essay, I will aim to explain. <laughs> um, from a different day, uh, I mean, page that is related and not not plagiarized from somewhere else. I mean, that's what they probably should have done to make a better- Anyway, so apparently Greece also boasts the first comedy club, though its purpose was more- They didn't do any stand-up or anything. They just sort of told jokes. But I imagine it was just like the invention of jokes came from a couple of dads just looking at things and observing things about it, and then they all laugh. Or at least the person who makes the observation laughs in the first place. Go on. And that was the invention of the first comedy club. That's how we invented jokes. Basically, some some men hit 30 and went- (laughs) Things are different and scary to me now. <laughs> it's a sign. I mean, I suppose they not hit 30, had a kid, I guess. And well, then- I mean, in that era, 30 was like, you're the town elder yeah. and you, you're dead. <laughs> also, you're a skeleton. But you've got to make a joke out of it on the way out. Yeah. Plenty of like bone jokes. Bones are probably the funniest organ. Oh, nearly. You know what's funny about bones is that teeth aren't them. What? Oh, no, wait. Have I got it wrong? Teeth are like either not bones or the strongest bones. (laughs) One of the two. (laughs) In either case, that's- uh, I mean, I I guess they'd have to be- If if there are the bones, of course they're going to be stronger than most bones because most of my bones I don't, you know, clap together frequently. Oh, that's right. I remember now. Teeth are the strongest thing in the human body. They're made of calcium- and um, calcified tissue called dentine. So they're not bones. They're not bones. They're um, they're these hard things that just live in your body, and they're the hardest thing in your in like in you. So if like you got crushed into a paste, the teeth would probably be the thing that survived. <laughs> it's like with my- <laughs> it's like with mice. Um, they say that if they can fit their head through a hole, um, that's as long as they can fit their head through it, the rest of them can fit through it. Is it like that? With teeth and humans. Oh, if I can bite this, I can survive it. No, if you can fit your teeth through there. 
<laughs> no. <laughs> because I mean, it's the only part of you which isn't gonna isn't gonna compress oh, on the way right. through the tube. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. Well, science will find out in times to come. I assume. Um, but yeah, jokes are good. I do enjoy jokes. Um, what's your favourite joke? Probably just bones in general. Just talking about bones. Bones is good. Um, I like talking about skeletons. That's a fun joke that I do where I just sort of like talk to people like Phibia. <laughs> just like, you know, it's humorous. No. <laughs> the, the- God damn it. <laughs> damn it. Yeah. See, you, you missed the obvious one. You done ding dang brought jokes into the podcast. But you know, it is crazy. When you, when you think about it, there's a skeleton in all of us. Like, we are- we're, we're basically just- Like, are we the skeletons or the skeletons are like a different entity just within us? I don't know. And then are the teeth the skeletons of the skeletons? Is, that's even scarier. Like, we've got these hard bones in us, but inside the hard bones are hard teeth. In the, in the game of skin bones teeth. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> um, skin never wins, I guess. <laughs> no, it wouldn't. It's too weak. Like in that game, everyone would just go <laughs> like like do a, a teeth clenched claws, which I guess is teeth, a bone being a f- like a, a full arm and then the skin being your palms. It's very obvious who wins. How about this? Uh, Let's say we could separate <laughs> the, the human body into um, one large skin man versus one large skeleton man and they find and it out la- who would win. And then the winner fights the large teeth man? Probably. But, like, see, the thing is that skin and, and muscle has the benefit of, um, of, like, softness and flexibility. And bones have the benefit of being spooky, um, skinny, like, thin. Like, you could try, like, drink something if you're a skeleton. It just falls right through you. I mean, they're going to be stronger than the skin. It's kind of like a, like a dexterity versus strength build. Yeah, but also the skin is like it. Uh, skin also has regenerative powers. I guess bones kind of do, but I mean, well, yeah, bones bones produce the the the, the blood cells, so bones make blood. The skin can't like if the skin don't have the bones, it's only got a limited supply of blood. While the bones just there going, making it yet more terrifying. We've made we've done a bad thing. Hey, what have you been up to this week? Well, I've just been, you know, thinking about jokes. Um, like, you know what my favourite joke is? That's what I was thinking a lot about this week. I'm going to read it out because I went and found it. But it's something I, every now and then I'll be like minding my own business. And I think back to this joke, and I'll smile and, and go back to my day. Um, I'm going to read it out. I had a bit of trouble actually finding the original. Like, I think this is the best one I've found. At least it's the oldest. But now that I'm actually looking at it, I'm reading this off Reddit. The, I was going to credit the user, but okay. Submitted by... Deleted in brackets. So, so um, thanks, Deleted, for bringing this joke to the world. Um, thank you so much. Give him a anyway, name. Uh, three gold coins. Jeffy Three Coins. <laughs> so, Jeffy Three Coins came up with a banger or stole the banger from somewhere else. Anyway, so, so three guys are hiking in the woods and they find a lamp. One of them picks it up. He rubs it and out pops this genie and he goes like... Oh, you freed me after all these years. That's really good. So you all get three wishes. That's that's all of you get three wishes, not one wish each, which I would have first thought. And I was like, what a generous genie. <laughs> but I mean, it's probably cheap for the genie. Um, the first guy immediately blurts out, I want a billion dollars. 
And it's just like the genie's just like bam, and then he just has a printout of his bank account. And it says like, and there's like a mini joke here, which is his bank account says one million dollars, one billion dollars, and three dollars fifty. Um, the second man thinks for a little bit and then goes, "Oh, I want to be the richest man alive," and it's bang, and then he has over a hundred billion. Um, beating the first guy, classic. And then the third guy, gla- classic Gary Oak, coming in and just wrecking you, wrecking <laughs> your your um your your wish. So there's Ash, there's Gary, and then here's the third guy who's like, he thinks a really long time about his wish, and he goes, "I want my left arm to rotate clockwise for the rest of my life." And the genie's like, "Bam!" And then his arm just starts rotating. And the genie then goes, all right, it's time for your second wish. And the first guy goes, I want to be married to the most beautiful woman on earth. And it's like, bang. And this stunning beauty wraps itself around his arm. And the second guy goes, I want to be good looking and charismatic so I can have every girl I want. And it's like, bang. And then like, um, his looks change and the first guy's wife immediately starts flirting with him. Dang it, Gary. And the third guy goes, I want my right arm to rotate counterclockwise, counterclockwise until I die. And he goes, bam. And then his other arm just starts rotating in the, the opposite direction to his other arm. So, he's got these two rotating arms. The genie tells them to think very carefully about their third wish because, you know, it's, it's their last one, obviously. The first guy does. And after a while, he goes, I want to be, I now want to never get sick or injured. I want to stay healthy until I die. Uh, bam. And his complexion instantly improves. His acne has gone and his knees don't bother him anymore. The second guy goes, I want to never grow old. I want to stay 29 forever. And bam, of course, he beat that first guy again. Gary become the, the champion of the Elite Four. The third guy smiles triumphantly and goes, my last wish is for my head to nod back and forth. And goes, boom. Um, his head just starts flailing around while his arms are flailing and all of that. The genie wishes him good luck, disappears, and the moon men all go their separate ways. Many years later, they meet again and chat about how things have gone. The first guy's ecstatic. He's like, I've invested money in, and multiplied it multiple times over. I've got a family, me and my family, we're, we're still one of the richest people on earth and we're just crazy. My wife's a freak in the sheets. I've never been, I've never even got a cold in all of these years. The second guy smiles and says, well, I built charities worldwide with a fraction of my wealth. I'm still the richest guy and revered for my good deeds. Um, I haven't aged since we last met. And yes, your wife is pretty wild in bed. The third guy walks in, flailing his arms around and nodding his head. And he goes, guys... I think I fucked up. <laughs> yeah, I love that one. He did definitely. He definitely did did do a, a fuck up, and he made a mistake. And we we're all. That's the thing about that guy is he's so relatable. Is we all say things we regret in the moment. We all go to like buy coffee and we say enjoy yours too to the barista <laughs> as we walk away, and then we can never go back there. We come back like the next week. Maybe we stare longingly in through the window. But we never go back in because we messed up. And that's this guy for the rest of his life in every situation. There's a it's just he's he's the quintessential hero and we can all relate to him and his and his plight. Uh, uh, I assume he's the uh, Jeffy Three Coins. <laughs> that's why he deleted his Reddit account, which probably took a long time with his flailing arms. <laughs> and typing this in the first place was probably very difficult. And- Back in 2015, probably didn't have good voice recognition. <laughs> but yeah, I, I don't know. I just love anti-jokes. When I discovered anti-jokes as a teen, not, not realizing that like the classic chicken cross the road is an anti-joke. Like they they blew my mind. Like I love this one, which was I always used to tell people and everyone just sort of looked at me. And I was like, how did Batman get Robin to get into the car? 
And they're like, you know, how? Uh, he said, get in the car. And I laugh and laugh and laugh and laugh and laugh. And they sort of go, hmm. It's because jokes are about setting up expectations and then either ruining them or, or something. Yeah. Do you want to know my favorite anti-joke? Yes. Um, uh, so, what do you call a 100-year-old ant? I don't know. An antique. <laughs> is that an ant? <laughs> yep. Wait, is that an anti-joke? Or is that just a normal joke? <laughs> It's an, like anti- a- it's an anti-joke. Oh, it's an ant. All right. Yeah, I, I, I'm just slow and I didn't realize what you, what you meant. What's it- <laughs> Good work, sir. What do you call an ant who's, who skips school? Um, ant, ant, a, true ant. A, tr- a true ant. A true ant. What do you call an army ant? An army ant? Militant. Militant. <laughs> what happens when all of the ants are gone? They're extant. Wait, no, that's not the definition of extent. It means something else. <laughs> Wait, just the opposite of that. <laughs> what happens that, when that there's still ants? Wasn't that an anti-joke technically? <laughs> kind of, except I didn't know it was. It, it would be if anyone else said it now knowing that I messed it up. <laughs> like the actual joke would is supposed to be, what happens if there's still ants? They're extant. <laughs> what? Because it means still existing. I know. <laughs> I didn't realize that. Of course, it's it's like one of those because it's anti-extinct. I guess. Oh, I, I thought it know. meant like they were dead because they're still. No, just surviving. <laughs> well, ex- <laughs> well, extinct is the opposite. I guess. It's funny how words come in pairs. It's funny how pairs sell in pairs at the store. Yeah, I hate it because I only ever want one pair. You got to find a friend to share a pair with. Wait, is one pair still two pairs? I hate our- sh- <laughs> I hate- Shut up. I hate our <laughs> shoes come in pairs because I only ever need one. Because I only wear one out at a time. Yeah. You just- just- just a hop or use one foot less. Well, yeah, because I have like a- I've got proficiency in my right leg, so I run faster using that. I push harder, get stronger. I've got a muscly right leg and I wear out that right shoe a lot quicker. And I have to buy pairs- of shoes. Oh, like you still wear two shoes, but one wears out quicker. Yeah, so I have to throw out that old shoe or give it away. And then I buy new shoes and I have to give away the left shoe because my left shoe is still good for like the last five years. You got to spend some time on that leg, man. It's like what they say, never skip leg day being the other leg, not legs day. <laughs> <laughs> skip the Never skip the leg that you underuse day. Yeah, I've never heard anyone say never skip legs day. It's always leg day. <laughs> because you still got to be able to walk home afterwards, I guess. Like, <laughs> you got to work that one leg to like to the bone, <laughs> so to say. <laughs> and then hop on home. Um, speaking of hopping on home, let's hop on into the ad zone. Sproyoyoyoing. <laughs> Okay, we're in the ad zone now. Are we going to do an ad or you got to go? Yeah. yeah. No, we'll do an ad and then I'll go. <clears throat> if, if, have you got any ideas for the ad though, actually? Uh, have you got too many ants? <laughs> that sounds like I something think, we've already done. <laughs> I think we've done ants. I think we've literally done. We've no, we done, did bees. We did so bees. got too many bees. <laughs> um, do you hate jokes? Do you- are you always surrounded by absolute comedians who think they're the funniest people ever and you just wish they'd shut up? Buy this, uh, big red button that goes, whenever people talk and you can use it to ruin the joke? No, I don't like this one. Um, hmm. <coughs> hmm, hmm, hmm. 
Are your teeth too strong? <laughs> lemon juice. <laughs> Buy our lemon juice. Acidic, acidic, acidic drinks like lemon juice. And then brush it. And then the toothpaste. Then brush your teeth. Over time, it'll wear down their strength until they're soft and uh, mallow <laughs> like jelly. Which is, at the end of the day, isn't that the goal? I love it. My teeth have never felt softer. Ooh, now I can really enjoy my soup. <laughs> because I <laughs> I don't have that thought at the back of my mind, well, I could have something chewier. <laughs> it always bothered me. Not only do I love it, the ladies love it too. <laughs> and then he, then he, like, smiles at the camera. <laughs> but, like... <laughs> <laughs> but it's a cl- it's meant to be an open <laughs> mouth teeth. <laughs> he does a Richard Nixon of the camera, but with his whole teeth, <laughs> like jowls. Buy our lemon juice. It's fresh, freshly squeezed from the fresh from the beast. <laughs> Buy our beast lemons. They'll fix your fix your teeth. The gum, the gum beast. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh. like the logo for this company is like a like a like a, a big yak or something like, and like, like an alligator, but it's like <laughs> no teeth. <laughs> Looks at the camera and winks. Like, that's our mascot. Also, it produces lemon juice <laughs> from udders. <laughs> Have to be something stronger than udders. <laughs> like like little teeth. I don't know. <laughs> like bony protrusions. No. <laughs> um, I c- or it's probably an animal with the best teeth, and it it wins the game by making everyone else's teeth less teethy. Yeah, it squares a- you with its anti teeth juice. That might that, <laughs> oh, that might be too unreality. I might just do fresh from the farm quickly in case I need it. Fresh from the farm. Come on down, pick your own, and get a go home with a big bucket of lemon juice. <laughs> it's fresh, fresh and original. All right, all right. <laughs> I'll do. Best to leave it on a salad. I mean, I mean, legumes are just the teeth of the can that come off a, a tree. That's true, isn't it? That's why you eat them. I mean, yeah, they're like tree teeth. Yeah. Wait, no. Do legumes come off trees? I'm pretty sure they is might. It, is this like the spaghetti tree thing? Like, like if the news one day said, "Oh, you got to go to the bean tree," and then everyone would just believe it because no one knows where beans or anything come from, really. Well, They're I mean, this thing that exists. <laughs> there is that famous tale of um, Jack and the Bean Tree, where he got the tree seeds and he grew a giant bean tree and he climbed it up to the the giant's house. Yeah, but is that just a prank? Was that story just actually a joke <laughs> on us? Maybe no, but I think they grow on stalks and you have to like put wood up to support them. Oh, what they do in nature though? I guess just wrapped around trees or something. Well, that that's the thing. Juicy beans don't exist in nature. They they don't. Like like I guess it's like any kind of undomesticated fruit or whatever and they'll they'll look gross. Yeah, they're all dried up and disgusting. In Have you nature. seen an undomesticated banana like like the yeah. like the ancient bananas? Yeah. Get that out of my face. It's disgusting. It just looks 
It just looks like a pine cone with how many seeds are in it. When you take off the delicious yellow wrapper, which is actually green, and then you go- I'm not eating that trash. Ew, Get that out of here. Ew, this is literally- This is- This is the worst. Put that thing back where it came from and leave it there for nine million years. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, let's um put that back in the tree oven. It's not done. <laughs> not done yet. Uh, man, there was this old, like, argument- Oh, fuck. What was this guy? An old argument. Someone once said, this is like a half-remembered memory. This is an anecdote that I found bizarre. This guy, like, went on this big rant about how bananas were, like, clearly made for people because they, like, they fit the- fit our hands so well. Oh, yeah. Ah, 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 fuck off. <laughs> you can edit that out. <laughs> Sorry. Alarms. Are you there? Yeah, you can edit that out. All right. I, I can edit that out. Yeah, true. All right. Um... Bananas, they're perfect for your hand. They fit in your hand. They're perfect for your hand. They fit in your hand. They're clearly made. That's a proof that there's no evolution. And then, like, someone else replied, like, nah, it's just because for millions of years, people held them and squeezed them into the shape of our hand, effectively. (laughs) And and then forced all of the seeds out. (laughs) Forced them little until they had to be good, I guess. But they are like like a convenient, like, can of, like, delicious- Stuff. We did a good job, ancient humans, of making the food ideal. Yeah, I guess. We did mess up with Legos, though. Oh, I mean, there's still a ways to go. I mean, but then we invented Minecraft, which is just better Legos. You can't stand on it. There's no lumps. And it's all uh, really, you know, you feel like there's a point to it. Yeah, I much prefer the soft Legos I used to get called Jegos. They were <laughs> like jelly Jego? Legos. And you, if you step, you could step on them all day. That was the, like, the advertisement was the guy who was like stepping on it as hard as he could. Didn't hurt him. <laughs> Not feeling it. Not feeling it. Squish, 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 squish. <laughs> and he's like, and now for comparison, I'll step on a real Lego. <laughs> <laughs> See? <laughs> Could you could but how much could you build with a jelly based Lego? Like, <laughs> could you build a jelly Lego castle? You can like- you can build a healthy child's lunch. That's for sure. <laughs> Wait, are these also foods or just conveniently you ate them? I mean, when they're for kids, isn't everything food? Yeah, I mean, I guess. I mean, the original yeah. Legos are food. Were they? Were they <laughs> bread? No, the plastic ones. Oh yeah, yeah. That that's food to a child. I I agree. It's not a great instinct. I mean, I ate blue tack as a kid, so. I've definitely, like, chewed on a Lego at some point. I chew on yeah. everything. I mean, maybe that's what happened. They had some perfectly made bricks, and then some kids chewed on them. And then another kid also somehow chewed out a protruding piece of plastic to correspond to that chewed-in piece of plastic. Then they went, whoa, they fit together. <laughs> Lego has been born. <laughs> maybe maybe they chewed through two side-by-side pieces of plastic and made them lock together. And they went, we need a heap of these. Get this kid- put this kid to work. That kid? Um, James Nintendo. He went on to do heaps of really good things, like invent Nintendo Labo. <laughs> <laughs> he's been he's been kept in like containment for the past hundred years. <laughs> keeps coming up using using the power of his teeth. He keeps generating like, like game ideas for kids. Yeah, I mean it is the hardest bone in the body that isn't a bone, but it's actually made of uh, beans in your mouth. Wow, we've got a very solid theme here. This has worked well. Do we though? Do we <laughs> actually though? Are you sure? Yeah, the the theme is when you go back far enough. 
everything's a tooth and no. it's a good bone. I don't think that's anything. This is nothing. Nah, I, I think I think it's something. I, I think it's very insightful about the human condition. Aliens in the future will look back on these radio waves they caught off their um, rusty alien satellite dish and they'll listen to this. And they won't understand it because they speak alien, but they'll know in their heart. <laughs> and they probably won't know what teeth are because I assume they'll have like protruding suckers or something like that. But they'll know in their heart that we're talking about something meaningful. Yeah, this morning I, I went to my mailbox and I looked in it and I after I walked over all my jelly Legos and then over the hard Legos and I made my way past all the bean trees, I got to my mailbox, I opened it and there was a letter from an alien that said, um, um, your time Score. is up. And that's a surefire way of, that's a, that's a surefire way of knowing that the podcast is coming to an end. <laughs> and that's a reference to a podcast that, that I listen to. Is it the, but yeah, podcast? No, I'm not is referencing our own podcast. Is it this episode? <laughs> no. Can, can you do that? Can you reference the episode you're currently making? Okay, let's let's quickly let's end this episode with a summary of everything we said in the episode. In summary, it um, is um, tell a joke day. They're pretty good. Um, some jokes are big, some are little, some are hard, but some aren't bones. Bones are the best joke. Yeah, and then when you shake all that together into a really what did we do an ad about? <laughs> and then there's beans and you eat them. The ad was. I think it was something to do with bones, probably. Oh, bone lemons. You got enough lemons in there? Oh, yeah. You get yeah. some more okay, lemons. So, so, the basic- The best- Okay. So, in summary, the take-home message. Now, what you've- From what you've listened here, we just summarized it. But the take-home message is um, the best joke comes from teeth that have been better jellified, much like Lego. All things are better- All- <laughs> Teeth and Lego are better when they're more jelly-like. So, sorry for listening to the Bite Air podcast. It's nice that you come and listen, but it's a, it's a, it's a dang shame this one just didn't. Anyway, um, you can find us on Twitter at Bite Air Pod. You can also follow us on Instagram, I think. Um, I think Zeb's just posted like a whole, like 25 images in one night. Whoa. Yeah, it was crazy. So, come hang out on there. <laughs> And, um, but then, I, but then, tragically, they were all deleted in the great deletion <laughs> fire. Um, go the, check the, out, go check then. out Zeb's new hat. Yeah, my new hat. You got to at It'll least do good. a snap of your new hat. All right, I'll put a snap of my new hat. An Instagram snap. <laughs> An Insta snap. <laughs> I'll put it in the story. <laughs> I love how Instagram is now copying Snapchat so closely; they just call them snaps now. Yeah. And Facebook also. Basically, Snapchat's- Everything about Snapchat has been completely stolen from it. We are all Snapchat now. Um, so, thanks for listening. You can tweet us. That'd be great. If you don't, go check out Zeb's hat on Instagram. And we'll see you in another week. I'm not at all sorry. <laughs> Enjoy your day. Have a good... In manner of all things, <laughs> supreme excellence is tell a joke day. As the Greeks once said, ha 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 ha. <laughs>
As Plato once said, um, my name sounds like plate. Now fill her up with more of that good beef. <laughs> fill her up with some good old jokes. Get rid of this philosophy. Burn that. Burn all that. Oh my God. This is- <laughs> What was that? What was that whole thing? Uh, there was some good bits in there. I liked it. 